How do you imagine danger? What happens when it takes on a human form? William Blake presents pestilence as a gigantic figure claiming the center of representation. His color, size and dynamic form attract and arrest the attention. Biblical illustrations to the book of Exodus usually depict the plagues of Egypt as tiny, horrible creatures. But here the scale is reversed. His superhuman stride radiates energy outwards, while lines of movement suggest that his outstretched arms might be coming downwards on the scene below. In his illustrations to Milton's Paradise Lost, Blake represented death by tracing the contours of a barely visible body whose volume otherwise disappears into the background. This strategy of invisibility evokes a power that is and is not embodied. Now you see it, now you don't. By contrast, in this watercolour, the emerald green body of pestilence stands out against the darkness enveloping the small human world below. His colour and texture suggest a cross-species being wearing the scaly skin of an animal, perhaps a serpent. The contrast between this animal skin and its heroic male body expresses the tension between seductive superhero and repulsive beast. This watercolour has been titled Pestilence, the death of the firstborn. The subject, from the biblical book of Exodus, marks the culmination of the Lord's strategy in breaking the will of the Pharaoh through a sequence of plagues. I shall harden his heart and he will not let the people go. Plague after plague, this sentence is repeated, sometimes in the active, sometimes in the passive voice. And the heart of Pharaoh was hardened, and he did not let the people go. Plague after plague, the plight of the victims becomes harder to justify. Who is responsible? Biblical commentaries argue that Pharaoh is the cause of the suffering of his people for not submitting to the divine will, while the Lord's punishment is to withdraw grace from him. The death of the firstborn is the last and hardest plague. In Blake's watercolour, the stride of the destroyer divides the people at his feet into two categories. In the lower foreground, the Egyptian victims are delicately delineated against a sombre grey background. They seem unaware of the impending danger towering over them. Behind the victims, framed by the destroyer's legs, a golden light emanates from the guardian angel protecting the house of the Jews. Exodus explains, The Lord will pass over the door of the house and not suffer the destroyer to come into your houses and to hurt you. This final plague provides retribution for Pharaoh's order to kill the male children of Israel at the beginning of Exodus. But Blake's composition evokes another massacre of the innocents from the New Testament after King Herod ordered to kill the male children of Bethlehem. History repeats itself in cycles of retribution. Defending the destruction of a nation under pretense of a command from God is abominable and blasphemous for Blake, an example of the possibility of human beastliness in all its branches. 
Does a green being in the watercolour then embody such human beastliness? Blake's structure of sympathy is complex. In giving a human face to pestilence, he invites us to identify with the destroyer. This process of identification is very different from the horrid sympathy that shapes Satan's incarnation into a snake mixed with bestial slime in Paradise Lost. Pestilence, by contrast, has tragic depth. The rotation of his torso indicates his unwillingness to carry out the task of the destroyer. What does it feel like to be the perpetrator of an unjust calamity? Follow the lines of sight in Blake's watercolour. The eyes of pestilence direct ours outside the drawing, upwards to the divine source propelling his actions. In the human scene below, two figures stare at us. The angel protecting the house of the Jews tells us that we will survive. But another figure is looking at us in the foreground, an Egyptian baby in his mother's arms in the right-hand corner. Is his sacrifice the cost of our freedom? Are we going to pass him over on our way out of the house of bondage? Or will we help him stop the massacre of innocence, break free from the cycle of retribution, build an alternative shared freedom? Mm -hmm.